1: What? On. welcome to the full weekly house, dish. Full house. Of full the house. Weekly dish today. Woo, woo, woo,
0: all the Stephanie's. Lexi, the producer. Lexi's here. here. She's like, let's go, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> I should apologize. Last week, Lexi's like, um, oh, neither of you we are here. What's happening? I'm so
1: sorry, Lex. Oh, yeah. it's all good. I just was wondering if, yeah, uh, like, well, is well is anyone going to show up in the studio? <laughs> that happens. I know oh. it hasn't happened so far, but it did this weekend, last yeah. week. So, no, it's all good. And you haven't been here since
0: May. Well, there, there's that possibility. <laughs> you
1: have not been here I know. since I May. I went to
0: Wisconsin, I had Stone Arch. Yeah. And, and then, then maybe I, ha- oh, I had a ladies yeah, get together did. at the lake. You yeah. did, you were
1: just gone. And then last weekend was, um, you Stone know. Stone Arch? Yeah.
0: It was so great.
1: But then it was Memorial Day too, because we missed, because you yeah. haven't been here since before Memorial Day.
0: Yeah, probably. Oh my God. Sorry folks.
1: I know, <laughs> Alex has been a really great, you know. Yeah, she's like, in. So it's been fun.
0: Elizabeth and Reese too will be filling in a little bit more yep. this summer if we you're looking for her. She's always great.
1: Yeah, we have lots of great stuff. So
0: anyway, so how are our Swifties out there feeling Whoa. today?
1: Whoa, don't you feel like everybody? I mean, like, is anybody's feed not Swiftieapolis? Seriously, well,
0: you're either. I feel like because I was in Somerset at Willie Nelson, so you are either Swiftied out or like trampled by turtles and Willie Nelson, Allison Krauss, Robert Plant. There was a pretty big contingent out there too. Really? Yeah, I saw a lot of Probably people. Probably not I as many as the Swifties. No, 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 not nearly. And a very different looking crowd. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Very different looking crowd. There was crowd. a lot of just dirty T-shirts. Oh Not yeah. dirty sayings. Literally, like, like dirty, filthy. like need to wash like, them. Yes, actual
1: grind. Yes. Okay, well that makes sense. It is an outdoor concert, so that's fun, right? Yeah. It is outdoors, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. It was it's outdoors. The amphitheater. Yep. Okay. We slept in the van. <laughs> I rolled out of the van this morning. I can't. What's the drive from there? Uh, About 40 minutes. Well, that's not bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. And then I'm heading to uh, Blue Ox. I'm going back to get my friends sitting in the van right now, reading magazines, waiting for me to go back and pick her up. Okay. And we're heading to Eau Claire. I know.
1: <laughs> this seems like, is that like a thing? Are you guys like going to follow the dead next? We talked about <laughs> it, actually. <laughs> you need to follow Fish or no? Oh, or, fish. Uh, Dave
0: Matthews, that kind of thing? Yeah. I, the dead, John Mayer is wrapping up his time with the dead. Yeah. And I would like to see him. Really? So we did actually talk about where could we see the dead with John Mayer and just drive the van oh my god and driving the van i drove it for the first time yeah, how it's pretty was it? fun. i it's saw great. that you were a little nervous because it is a big machine. yeah and we got the water plugged in and all the things plugged in there's a bottle of wine in the fridge it's good okay
1: so are you telling me that kurt is almost drives it n- when you're going across yeah, the country he like- doesn't
0: like it when i drive oh it makes him have nervous feelings Anxi- I think. anxiety yeah. so he usually drives okay i did have a practice 10 minute drive with him Good. And he we went to the gas station and I filled it with gas. So and, he could approve. Yep. So and he, he could... gave me, um, we did a little video of the components that I might need to know in the van. Oh, stop. And I did a video. So if I have to refer back, because, yeah. yeah. But okay. so he's good. So I texted him last night.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Well, and and, and as far as like beverages out? I mean, like do in your van, do you guys do your own beverages that go into the thing or like, how do you, you can,
0: you can uh, pregame in your van. Okay. But you, when you go into the concert, they don't let you bring stuff in. No, there was this weird thing that was very enjoyable that live nation did where they sold you this giant strawberry lemonade in a shaker and it had like a little cup. So you shook your big drink And then you drank it out of the little cup on the top. Oh. Like you would with a real shaker. Okay. Um,
1: Except for like, was it? Oh, so like it was plastic. Yeah. And then you just like ticked it back, but it only kept the stuff up top or something? Yes. It was Uh. interesting.
0: Huh. And food. Oh boy. Uh, My friend brought in her cooler, which ended up being a godsend, what she called drunk buns. Oh. Do you know about drunk buns? She said this is a thing, but they were Hawaiian rolls with turkey or ham, and cheese. And it's just like when you get home late at night so and you you've pre- had a few... You
1: make them ahead of time. <laughs>
0: yes. Lexi's
1: you... giving me the yes on this one. Lexi I've had them buns. Before. Not necessarily... They're good without being... Drunk, you know, right? Uh, drunk, but they're very good okay. as well. That yeah. Are you too. cooking them? Or are they no, toasted? They're, cold. they're just cold. But oh, you just I've cooked.
0: put mine in the oven. Good. Girl. Okay. It is different. That like is uh, smart. You, you dip like or put like honey mustard all over it and oh. then bake it. These
1: sound like the Super Bowl beefy sandwiches. Yes, I love with this. Poppy
0: seeds. Yes. Yeah,
1: that's what I was thinking of. Yes. Yeah.
0: Good. So no, we just threw back a couple of those, which was good because you're at a concert, you think there's gonna be food trucks and stuff but you don't want to really wait in line. And then there were, but they were so overwhelmed. They were all practically sold out. At the end of the night, we tried to actually get something and we ended up, and it's not the food truck's fault. I won't even say the truck because they were just giving us basically whatever they had left. Yeah. We got like one fried chicken breast with a piece of mozzarella melted on it and some weird sauce.
1: Yeah. That was it.
0: So we had that yeah. and split it three ways and then the drunk buns. And that was our dinner for the evening okay. that allowed us to continue to, to sally
1: forth into the next phase into the
0: next day. Yeah. So okay. today we're going to actually have a proper lunch in Hudson somewhere. Oh, good. If I can get the van into the town <laughs> to park. <laughs> it's not that big, is it? It's 22 feet. It's a sprinter. Yeah. And I, you know, I have a little car, so I don't know. Okay. It'll be fine. We'll You're going to go, go to Hudson? I think so. We might go to San Pedro Cafe.
1: Okay, go and to. And they have
0: a parking lot up top.
1: Go to Nova Bar.
0: Oh, okay. You know what
1: I mean? Like that's where Boom and Barbecue is, and you know Brett Splinters—that's his bar. Okay, it's I a could good really go. go for I don't a- know what they're cooking today. Usually, I think they have barbecue going on today?
0: I just need a big like. You need like a fun Coke burger. and a burger? <laughs> yes, <that's> exactly. <laughs> I'm have a purified alkaline water. Maybe that'll oh,
1: help. Oh my god, you need... I am not in that state at all. It was just great. And, and I just remember and love that. Especially when it's like music exhaustion. You know what I mean? It's yes. like party time, fun time exhaustion, but also a little bit crispy. When and then-
0: Willie Nelson is on stage with Alison Krauss and Robert Plant and Trampled by Turtles, who are on my banjo, I love them, singing the circle oh that was the final did you song lose your mind? i did i like i had goosebumps and i was crying a little because oh, he's 91 and he was up there with his son micah 91 that's yeah. a number to put up man you guys he said he sang always on my like he was so pure and wonderful and sounded excellent i love this it was fantastic i love this and robert plant too with allison krauss were you know that music kind of is slow and uh maybe not for everyone. Yeah, and, so you
1: weren't like it great cuz it's not like a mosh pity dancing no, around. It's it just was a nice just adult
0: lovely. experience. People had kids there yeah, oh. and a lot of willy braids and headbands and the I camp the camper area is a little more raucous, but yeah. they're all like 40 and 50 and 60-year-old campers right. like us. Yes. So that felt okay. Okay. I, I did see um a man's privates as he was relieving himself before he went to bed but other than that there it is yeah that's camping
1: um i want to just mention that obviously a lot of you i want to give a lot of thanks to a lot of you guys who reached out obviously my mom passed last week and um and that's why there was no show for me last weekend. Yeah. Um, but it was just, I just wanted to give, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who reached out. Because a lot of you said that you felt like you knew Oma because of the show. Sure. And that was sort of a lovely moment that I didn't really realize. I didn't think about that. Because we've been talking about her for 15 years. Yes. And she was. And her pound cake. I mean, the pound cake, you guys. The guggle-muggle that she was shocked to learn that other people knew about before. Yep. You know? and. Just all the, you know, advice from Thanksgiving. And I will say I'm maybe one of the hardest things for me today will be the fact that I know that she's not listening and won't send me a text afterwards yeah. to give a critique about the things that we have said. So or maybe that's the gift of like now it's free reign. <laughs> I can just say whatever we want.
0: Now we're orphans together.
1: We're orphans. together. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> I know. And I'm sort of still in that space where I'm super grateful for the time that I... I'm super grateful for my mom. My mom was spectacular she in all was. ways. And the party that we had in her honor on Monday was really wonderful. And you just said, it's like we printed out, just you guys, we printed out her texts and put them in frames and they are hilarious and I'm just like gonna make a book out out of it for all my kids such a German so, so practical. like matter of fact matter responses of fact. to funny texts my favorite one was Matt's on his birthday which is like what a day Matt Joe Biden's win in your birthday well done <laughs> <laughs> He's like, thanks, Oma. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there it is. Anyway, so again, thanks, you guys, for that. I am going to talk about the road trip. Yeah. Because it's really interesting to me, and I want to get your opinion on some stuff. So, I'm going to talk
0: about strawberry shortcakes I and Padma that. Lakshmi.
1: Yeah,
2: we've got some... We gr- do. We've got a lot of, like... We've
1: pent-up demand. We've got some hodgepodge. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on my Talk 107.1. On like this is...
2: Hunter. Good.
1: I think that she's real good. I think that she's so driving in the car. And we're about to talk about this epic road trip I took, but driving in the car, I had said, "Oh, I'm missing most of the Swiftie Apple stuff and all the rest." And Jake said, "You know, do you want do you listen to Taylor Swift?" And I said, "You know, what's funny. I like I do. Like, I know songs, and I don't listen to her albums really. I'm not mm-hmm. like I'm not the fan super fan that people are, but I appreciate her." And I said. I said, you know what I'm excited for? I said, this is a woman who like has written her own songs and like she's, she's somebody who we're not even ready to appreciate yet in a, in a bunch of years, we're going to look back and see the canon of her work and be astounded.
0: And the just emotional maturity of controlling her narrative yeah, and not being in your face about it yeah. and just she's being just a professional standing on stage alone, alone. in front of 60,000 people looking gorgeous belting out your songs and just having this collective consciousness of all these young women and women that and men and people that just really see themselves in Who, her life. Well, she has
1: written things that make people feel things. Yes. And that it's is amazing. That is the thing that I wanna do. <laughs> like I wanna I don't wanna just write stupid things. I wanna write things that make people feel things.
0: You do already. And that's well. You're thank you. doing that. Thank you just very much. So you know.
1: But I'm, I'm thinking about it in terms of like her future. Like I can yeah, Oh gosh, I can't wait. I'm like this until she gets it like when she rolls into her forties and starts feeling all these other things. things. Yeah. I am excited to this. Or woman. when she becomes a mom. I mean, these are things that she's gonna use to like fuel this mm-hmm. artistic thing. And I'm I'm here for that, for sure. And
0: for all of these all of this positivity. Yeah. All of this like Taylor Apollo and just all of these young women, all these girls, all these moms that took their kids and Oh, I saw the a lot of moms and kids, and Yeah. The just have that collective experience together that music can bring, like, oh, gives me goosebumps, just thinking about it.
1: Well, and I will say that this so I was on this road trip these last couple of days with my with Giant Baby, as many of you know. And it was uh it was basically like, yeah, I just we just ran through songs and it was like the t- the moments that were like that I'm going to remember about that thing where some of the his most hysterical or perfect timed songs like we were going through Montana and it's like this sun kind of broke through the clouds. Finally, after this massive rainstorm and it had been really tense driving up until then sun and he was driving sun breaks through the clouds. We switch positions so and I take over and he puts on ELO and I was like.
0: Don't bring me down. This
1: is the exact (laughs) moment that this should happen. And it was like, I was like, when I write my movie, I'm like, dude, you need to score it with like music because this is perfect. Yep. Like we just had so many of those things. And so, but I just wanted to talk about this road trip because we drove from Minneapolis. So you drove
0: from here to Seattle to get jake back off to
1: his right. place we drove my mom's car because he's inheriting my mom's car and uh so we yeah we basically drove this car which was neither of our cars you know it was <laughs> sort of a moment of like wasn't the jeep and it wasn't his old beater well, thank god but it was you know and so we were kind of like driving off of all the things he packed up a bunch of things from her house you know that he's kind of taking on and You know, he pulled a few garden tools of hers that were meaningful for him for when he was a kid gardening. And, you know, there's so the the car was packed with meaning. And then it was like, we got to get back by Friday because there was, you know, he had a thing you know, that was happening that night or Thursday so that I would fly out on Friday so I could get here. Yep. And, um, but it was, so we decided to leave on Wednesday morning and we drove from here to Seattle in basically 36 hours. I know I wrote 48 on my post, but it was 36 hours, 1500 miles. That's a lot.
0: Yeah, we've done this.
1: I know you have. And this I was thinking about you the whole RVN. time.
0: Yep. We just drive and. Wow. It's so amazing.
1: It's so amazing. So, you see such cool stuff. Well, also. 80 miles an hour. How am I ever... I mean, like, literally driving in the city today, I was like, I don't know how to do this anymore because I've been driving 80 miles an hour for three days. Um, But I have to say, driving through... I know a lot of families decide to go to South Dakota, and they kind of do the Rushmore, they do the whole thing. And that is a long trip. Like, already just going to South Dakota and managing all the wall drug, you know, advertisements. That was also a memory that I kind of brought up with him because I was like, I can't believe we've never done this as a family, and yet... I didn't like I did it with mine, you know, when I was little, but I don't I didn't have any need to do this. Yep. You know? But I I have to say that it's kind of like it's kind of a worthy thing to do.
0: Absolutely. The corn crazy palace, horse.
1: Crazy horse, the uh the ranch store with the prairie dogs apparently and just the buffaloes. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's like legit buffaloes in that park. That is a beautiful park.
1: And I would have and I would have liked to have stopped and like hung out there for sure. And we just didn't we thought if we're going to spend time It wasn't going to be South Dakota. We decided car trip goals. Yeah, it was going to be Montana. So we ended up driving the entire way through South Dakota. Thought it was great, and landed in. Decided to. We were trying to head toward Billings. That was kind of our goal. Mm -hmm. Um, But we got there was a lot of weird traffic. Whatever we, you know, then we took a corner of Wyoming. There's like a little corner you hit. Yep. And then there's like nothing there. That's the big joke of like you know Wyoming doesn't exist. And then but getting into Montana, I have to just say that that was just like. I have never been through Montana ever it's
0: gorgeous. And
1: I was sort of astounded by its varied beauty. Yeah. And I would say that I would do that trip again just to drive that stretch. And it was spectacular. And the biggest thing was uh, the terror that I was like, well, thank God we filled up <laughs>
0: like. Yeah. Finding gas. Oh, my yep. God.
1: The gas thing was I didn't realize how stressful that was yeah, going to be. No, that portion be. of it. Yep. Because I was like, well, we're three hours here and there's no gas in these three hours. What if your car
0: doesn't? What if your car's yeah. not quick for that? Yep. Whew. So that's a, I've done this exact trip. Yeah, because when you talk about being in Wyoming for a second, a second, like, yeah, you're like, oh, there was this, like, you're basically your GPS is like, welcome to Wyoming. And Did you like, see the huge dam? Nope. Okay, there's a huge dam that's nope.
1: coming up. Too. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hit that part. But so we went into Montana, and and I have to say this Billings. We just kind of I was like, we're on the outskirts of Billings. Should we stay? Should we go? And we just decided to drive to Bozeman, and that was—I would say that I would have rather had more time in Bozeman. It was such a cute town. Yeah, I mean that little town. We drove up and down the street. We got there about like a like ten. I think we got there around ten thirty, and there was um, there was just kids. And it's even though it's summer, you know, the school. It's it's the is it Montana State? Is it in Bozeman? I think. Yep. Because University of Montana is up in Missoula, but that was literally one of those places that I was like, if I would have thought better, i would have stopped here gotten here whatever stopped and then made the plan um but we ate at this little cute place called the western cafe which a lot of you guys have said you've been to because i saw you know when i tagged uh-huh. it you guys were like yes great in fact john whiffley of animalies barbecue said that was like one of his first cooking jobs that he like cooking at the western cafe or that he cooked down the street but he was at western cafe all the time so that was really fun and it was just like college bar time and people were just all over the place we stayed at this cute little uh lewis and clark motel i yeah. stayed at a motel you guys in a hundred years <laughs> and that was jake's like let's just get a motel because i have to bring my bike in anywhere and i'm like oh okay i'm like looking on expedia for four stars i'm like can we go here here's the hotel baxter where ted's montana grill is you know yep. ted turner's place and i was like no this is a hotel ro- motel road trip right so we ended up there, went on to Missoula in the morning, got a great sandwich at a Taglieri deli, and then, you know, just crossed into Idaho in that hot second. The biggest thing I have to say is getting out of Idaho and then getting into Washington, you know, Spokane and all the rest after Kertaline, which, by the way, Kertaline, what? That lake. I've
0: spent a couple of days there. That
1: lake was breathtaking. We've today. camped on it. Oh my God. Yeah. It was unbelievable. The weirdest part was the stretch between Spokane and Seattle, which was felt like I was in Nebraska, (laughs) which I didn't know Washington was like that. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm going to, you know, too many great things and just a wonderful trip. I totally recommend that drive, especially if you have people in your car who you want to hang out with and talk about random things and
0: just road trip. And
1: just road trip. So, there you go, you guys. We'll be right back. We're going to take a quick break. This is the weekly dish on my
0: talk 107.1. You guys, I just have to say, if you're, I I know this is a a show about food. It is. And we'll get to the food. I'm actually going to talk about um, some strawberry shortcakes coming up. But also, if you're a weekly disher, you know, like, sometimes it's a show about life. Sometimes it's a show about Taylor
1: Swift and driving through the mountains. Yeah, and and waking
0: up this morning in your Winnebago van where you're, Two 50-year-old women sleeping head yes. to foot.
1: Do you think they're listening? <laughs> Ladies? I don't <laughs> know. Sarah might, Sarah might be Sarah might be awake. Awake.
0: But also just being like, okay, I'm waking up in a field in Somerset, Wisconsin. I'm going to drive in, in and do my radio show. I have yesterday's makeup on. I have half a lip lined. and. Have you watched any of the se- the Sex in the City thing that dropped? You know, I have to say, I saw the beginning trailer part. Okay. Of all the people having sex, yeah, and that's all the further I've gotten. That's... So I've watched ten seconds. Okay,
1: so no, I mean, what I'm hearing about it is that it's like much more fun. Yes, finally, you know, what I mean, last, yeah. last, I like the last one. But I also thought it was kind of... Uh, I liked last season, too. Yeah. I
0: That character, Shay, is not my favorite, but we're going to just move on from that and try to appreciate it for what it is.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of her. I, I mean, i watched two episodes so far, and it's a lot. Uh, and that's okay, because there's still a lot of the other stuff. But I'm just saying there's... She's um, a good actress. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's interesting because it is about... And it's just because it's our theme. It's that theme of like, oh, what's next? Yes. It's like, anything can happen. Like, now you are, like, in this phase of life... Anything can happen.
0: And it does happen. It does. One of the things we talked about yesterday was adventure. Yeah. Like, it's easy to live your life and to just do what you're supposed to do and show up and do the things. Yeah. And that's important. Mm -hmm. But it is also, I think, personally, for me anyway, and I know for Kurt, important to keep a sense of adventure and to do things that are unexpected or to occasionally take a flyer on something yeah, and do kind of a little Thelma and Louise, if that's what feels right. You know,
1: my mom found her friends, her soulmates, in the choir loft and yeah. they basically
0: traveled the world together and your mom wasn't even a very religious person not at all
1: like <laughs> but in she end, was singing choral she hymns was singing for the church gregorian choral yeah. things but nonetheless but like she found her people and then they traveled the world they went i mean they literally had asked me one of the questions in the medical procedures thing was like has did she go to europe between the years of 1980 and and present i'm like like a yes, like 12 and they're times. like, like, how, like when I'm like, I can't, would never be able to nail that down. They're like, did I'm like Ireland, Iceland, yeah. Greece, you know, Italy, Prague, all of it, all of it. After she was fifty,
0: yeah. So, and also like a friend of mine was like, oh, I know you play pickleball, like I'd love to play pickleball. I'm like. And? And? Why aren't you? Why aren't like, you? She's like, well, do you just, I'm like, you just show up. Yeah. I go take a beginner lesson. Yeah. Take one. Lucky Shots has them six times a week. It's $18. And then just show up. You'll meet people. You'll find different communities. I was, I literally get texts every week from Don Pickleball, Sally Pickleball, Mary St. Louis Park Pickleball, oh like people God. I've met yes. that are getting together outside or, I have like this whole community of people yeah. that we're not necessarily friends, but we're pickleballers. Yeah. And I can show up at so-and-so's condominium and get in a pickleball game. It's crazy it's how great. many people I've met since COVID just through pickleball.
1: Yeah, I think that pickleball thing has gotten in such an interesting social way. And I think it probably would have, but not as fervent as it is because of COVID. Because I you have to meet people. You do. You can't just be... And also, it's like, it's the it's the antithesis of all the onlining that we had been doing and, and are still yeah, doing. Yeah,
0: you're in person. Yeah. You say, hi, my name is, and you talk to three people you don't know, and you maybe talk to them just to say your name and thanks, good game, or sometimes you might exchange more than that, like... You just you're out there meeting people and we're all sort of starved, I think, a little bit for in-person interaction and communication and pickleball provides. That. Yeah, because you
1: also get. Yeah, you get sucked into the f- screens and then you need yeah. to have a real life outside of it. OK. So, all
0: right. There's so, your
1: therapy session for the day. Yes. Yeah,
0: so and now we're going to talk a little bit about food. Some food. OK, so you know how you see something. Well, this is what happens. There's like something in the zeitgeist, right? And like strawberries are in and I keep thinking about strawberries. So I've made strawberry lemonade. I've made strawberry ice cream and I just keep thinking about strawberries. There was a recipe in the New York Times for a strawberry shortcake that had the berries in the cake. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's interesting because I usually I like to make strawberry shortcake. I think it's a super easy dessert to make. Yeah. And I make it at the cabin a lot. So I just make like a drop biscuit basically. And then macerate whatever fruit we have, and that's the dessert. So I was like, oh, to put a strawberry inside the biscuit is kind of interesting. And how would that work? So I read the recipe and I was like, uh, eh, this maybe does it for me, maybe doesn't, I don't know. But then I started thinking, what if you roasted the strawberries? I got all Stephanie March on. Yes, it. you did. <laughs> and I was like, Yes, okay. you did. Because if you roasted the strawberry, then you'd really bring out like that caramelization of the <sighs> strawberry. Could would it weep so much that yeah. when it got in the biscuit they'd be pink? And right. I right. just started like going you totally down the did road. It. Oh my god! I'm having goosebumps thinking <laughs> about you doing and this. I was like, well, I could just make this. So I using that recipe as like inspiration. I roasted the strawberries with just honey and a little vanilla, and then I reserved some and put it inside a biscuit. And then I continued roasting the strawberries and made instead of macerating, I yeah. used the roasted yeah. and the juice uh. and. And then I had both ways, so I had Jason try both sides. Yeah. And he loved them both, and they're different because the one with the drop biscuit is simpler Yeah, and a little cleaner because the strawberries are fresh and just with a little sugar, but the roasting, they were almost like a scone. Yes. They were real delicious, and that roasting juice was darker and more like, and the smell. Oh. You really got this extreme strawberry smell as you're bringing this food up to your face. Yeah. Which, you know, smell is like a big part of eating. So just and he kept like, oh, this smells so good. Like, so I just was they were so good. I had three left over and I brought them into the van and we did not eat that. We had the drunk biscuits instead. But this morning I was like, hey, I've got got my friend is laying in bed. She's like, whoa. No, no, this is no, really good no. is this a scone what is this i'm like well it's technically a strawberry shortcake but i you can eat it like a biscuit
1: oh my okay can i give you one more thing if you ever do this again yes hit those roasted strawberries with a little bit of the balsamic i thought about it okay you did but then i thought it would be savory it's not and because, not desserty. but i want you to do it before you roast it actually OK, so it'll just because the balsamic is actually sweet. I mean, like, that's the reason I have such a problem with it, that people make glaze out of it because it's already sweet. But if you put that on your just a little bit on your okay. strawberries before you roast them, it just like sparkle, sparkle, sparkle. Well, and I did use vanilla. OK, so it, which it's I like think the same was kind thing. of a similar yes, sitch. I think that the, the balsamic would just give you like this really sort of like, like, deeper, tangy, like, not tangy, but, like, it'll give you a deeper level to it, I think. Okay. I'm interested. I
0: might I might actually do this. I might do it and then see. I am getting into blueberry season up north. Okay, we have to talk about that. Well, it it's like always the- weird because right now it has been so dry, so yeah. blueberries love dry heat, but then at some point they need to get rain to plump up the berries, otherwise the berries just get super dry and they don't go very well. Okay. So I'm not sure, but... This whole thing could easily be replicated, this biscuit. Yeah. With blueberries in a way that could really work.
1: Okay. Because they're, because so Joey and Ryan, who moved into their new house, you know, this year, they have blueberry bushes. Oh. They realized it. And so they said they are actually this, and their neighbor has them too. They have them in common. And the neighbor said this is the first year that they're actually
0: burying. Okay. And so they're very excited about it. I should tell them they have to water it, make sure that, like, over yeah, water and stuff. Yeah. Just give it some water. I mean, th- Right now, it's so dry out there. But
1: I'm basically like, what do we do with blueberries? Because, like, I oh, always I just have eat a them. million
0: ideas but for you. I, but so this galette. is the
1: thing. I know. Just I know. Well, I thought about you and galette. your blueberry smash. You drank that like two years ago. Yeah.
0: Blueberry margaritas, blueberry. Yeah. I made like a little syrup with it. Yeah. You did a lot. I like, I literally think of you and blueberries together. And yeah. Because I, I eat them all the time because we have them. Right. When And when you're up north, that's, yeah. That's where you go. And also, uh, I have a video of this. My dog is a berry eater. Oh yeah! And the service berries came, and they drop from the service berry tree, and the birds love them. What is a, a service berry? It's or June berries. Okay. The service berry tree. I have never is the heard name of the service tree. Berry. They're everywhere in the Minnesota. You probably have one in your yard and don't even know it. I'm gonna have to look. That They're up. everywhere. Okay. They're great, but they release these berries that the birds love and yeah. then sometimes they fall to the ground and they can create like staining so some people don't love that but my dog we were at a friend's house and I looked oh. and I was like what are you doing what is he doing he was literally eating the service berries and then spitting out the like stem He's a berry eater. It's hilarious.
1: Can I just tell you that this, this plant is also known as the shad bush, the shadwood, the shad blow, the serviceberry, the service berry, the Juneberry, the Saskatoon, the <laughs> yes. sugar plum, wild plum, or chuckly pear. <laughs> like, <laughs> the
0: chuckly pear? I have That's, chuckly pear recipes you, I in my I think you cookbook. need to like, completely take chuckly pear. It's funny, because I have four recipes with... I make a Juneberry syrup, and then I have a bunch of recipes with it. Right now, too, the mulberries. Oh. So, our friend forager, Alan Burgo, uh, forager chef on Instagram, he has a whole thing of um, the mulberries. And you could, same, mulberries you could use in this strawberry, or roast those. Yeah.
1: Roast your fruit. Like, see what you get out of that. It's It's really.
0: I'm like, I'm very excited about this roasty fruit situation. And also... I was. We did a dinner for the humble goat. Um, I helped them put together a cookbook.
1: Actually, let's hold on because we're going to take a quick okay. break and let's come back and talk about that. It is the Ask Stephanie portion of the show 651-641-1071 But I want to hear about this dinner too. Yeah. So give us a call if you have any questions. You want to talk about your Chuckleberries or whatever, and we'll we'll be right back. Looking Hey everybody, thanks for, uh, thanks for hanging out today. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk one oh seven one, and it is the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. So feel free to give us a call, 651-641-1071. And we have, of course, Brian on the line. Hi, Brian. Hi. Happy June.
2: Um, happy June. Happy summer to everyone. Hanson, when you were here last, you were talking about restaurants and where your dollar goes. Yes. Do they have pie charts? Tell you where your restaurant dollar goes. Oh, and how does that work? Would well, that? Be- I don't know. I just thought of a restaurant having a pie chart.
1: Oh, I like that.
2: i That's funny. I
1: think that would be good actually. Just give you just like an easy graphic for it. You're that's tipping, actually better. Your
2: medical, your whatever. Where yeah, your I like that goes. idea.
1: Good one, Brian. We right. should, we'll we'll pass it on and TM you.
0: Yep. <laughs> Thanks. What is a TM? Trademark. Like oh got it I know, thought like, that was like a new DM no like we'll TM you well, TM- I was you. like wait like, what's a TM like you could text? put a pie
1: chart up and then it could say Brian TM got it you know trademark I like that uh, okay you're telling us about the humble goat dinner I want to hear about yeah this.
0: so I I do some recipe development for the humble goat. And they are a family owned uh, goat cheese company in Minnesota. They also own the Stickney Hill Dairy.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: And they are really involved in also using goat protein, like goat milk as a protein base and creating whey isolates from goat milk, which has less lactose inducing enzymes. So a lot of people that can't drink milk can have goat milk. And you can make goat milk cheese. I mean, outside of just goat cheese, there are hard cheeses made out of goat milk, too. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Um, And they make this protein. So I've been writing recipes for them for a long time. And we compiled it all in a book. And we invited our friend, Happy Food MN, Anna Klimek, she's a caterer, to create a dinner for this group that had bid on it at an auction. So they got a book. They got this whole goat cheese dinner that Anna prepared It was very lovely, Um, and we had just a beautiful night. We made um, like a stuffed chicken breast that had goat cheese in it, and then it had a green salsa that was kind of a skillet dinner. One of the best things, that one of the best recipes I think I've written for them is this Brussels sprouts with goat cheese and lemon and almonds. And it's kind of like a gratin a little bit, but the lemony with the goat cheese really pumps up the Brussels sprouts in a way that's awesome. And it's kind of crispy and roasty.
1: And a nice break from your blue cheese. Yeah, you know? for sure.
0: And then they had a no-churn ice cream that has goat cheese in it with a raspberry swirl. And, oh, and then a goat cheese board, obviously. I have a cranberry ball that we did that's walnuts and cranberries and the goat cheese inside it. Very delicious. Oh, good. Um, But, yeah, there were, so, I don't know what we're going to do with the book. I don't know if they're just going to have it as a PDF available, but... They want people to try eating goat cheese, and what was funny being at the dinner with ten people, they were like, "We don't really know about goat cheese. Like, <laughs> we don't really eat it that much, and we don't know." And it was fun to see them kind of experience what they maybe thought they didn't like, yeah, in a different treatment or like just one of the goat cheeses that they had was a honey jalapeno, and people were just crazy about it. Going it was so nuts. good, and it was just interesting to see. You know, sometimes you think you don't like something, but yes. maybe you need to try it again, or maybe you try a different brand. You know, all things aren't the same, right?
1: That's a thing. I mean, like obviously, that's a thing. We talk about you know, kind of opening yourself up and trying. New and things. age changes what you like that's, and what you don't like. I was gonna say I had a friend who was I was sitting uh, with a couple weeks ago, and they were like, "God, I can't believe like you like blue cheese so much." And it was because I was eating it. Off of a plate, like all of it. I'm just going to say. <laughs> off
0: of someone else's someone plate, else's maybe. Plate.
1: But I'm going to say that like I, I used to hate blue cheese. Like I was never, ever, ever going to be okay with it my whole life. And then I kind of was like there's two things that i did that i decided that it was a little ridiculous that i didn't like it like it was ridiculous it was shrimp and blue cheese and so i sort of taught myself to appreciate both Mm -hmm. in the different ways and now i can't get enough blue cheese like i could get as funky as it goes and just i adore it but i also know that it's like when i was younger i couldn't have eaten it yeah it took the time so i don't ever like when you know young people especially like oh i don't like that i'm never like well you just don't know it's like I just say, well, just don't close yourself off to it in well, the future. And che-
0: cheese too, like there's a cheese a Taleggio oh. that I really like the taste of it, but I hate the smell. So well, I washed
1: rinds, the age, yeah, those like are hard.
0: The, as I get it, so I have to like be present to just be like, okay, this is not going to taste like the smell. Yes, but also like um, kimchi is like that too, right? Like right now, if you open my refrigerator. You think something died in there? Yeah. Because I have a lot of ferments happening. Yeah. <laughs> and like Kurt's like, what is in the refrigerator that smells so bad? I'm like, well, it's the kimchi we eat all the time in the instant pot rice I make. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay, because he loves. Yeah. This he's dish, not going to give that up. We don't love the way my refrigerators. No. <laughs> no. Fermenting the, all the smelling. washed
1: rinds ones, like when I ever buy. I mean, even Rush Creek Reserve is a little bit funky in the mm-hmm. end, but. Yeah, whenever I buy, in fact, I did just buy something from Jasper Hill that was washed rind. And it was just like, it just sits there. and I'm like, we have to eat this in a couple days, <laughs> like, because just because it's going to infect everything. And that's fine. But, but I mean, it
0: just to me, it's like that signal that there's something really good happening. You had this kind of happen with lamb. Because remember, I eat lamb all the time. Yes, and you were like, oh, I, I don't really it.
1: love it. Yeah.
0: And now I don't, I don't know that it's your top meat, but you do eat it. It's
1: definitely not my top meat, but I definitely would not, I don't look at it the same way as I used to. I literally, that is something that has happened over the last 10 years is I sort of decided that it was ridiculous that I don't like it or that I, that I, that I, that I treat it in my mind that way, that I just poo poo it. So that's why when I cooked that lamb shoulder, I was like, this is a risk. Cause this is like, I'm paying, you know, like 80 bucks for this massive lamb shoulder. Yeah. And yet i was like i gotta give it a go and it was it was outstanding yeah and i don't and know where you that can comes. have a
0: lot of bad lamb like oh. people have had bad lamb Let's bad us i'm not gonna overcooked. order
1: lamb if they have like mint jelly with it like yeah. at a restaurant i probably won't ever do that but if someone's cooking it at home or you know i might do it there or someone i know knows all right we have a question from robert great robert is on the line what's going on today Robert?
2: Hey, I have a kind of a specific question about French bakeries. Okay, let's do it. Um, about five five or so years ago, there was a bakery in French bakery in Maple Grove called Chez Arnaud. And oh, yeah. uh, it was a French guy, and he imported all his butter and stuff like that, um, had some problems, and closed. Yeah. It's so hard to find a fruit tart that he made with... Uh, it's called diplomat cream instead of, like, that custard that they have at Um And I want to say he used, like, an almond crust. Oh. Is there anywhere um, besides, like, Cook or Cooks the Crocus Hill, which makes the crepe cake with the diplomat cream? Do you know where I can find a fruit tart that's, that mimics how he did it?
0: Mark, Hui, I would think.
1: Well, I... Yeah, I would give Mark, Mark Hugh, I, or I don't know, would give that a try. Um, but... I mean, okay, so it's a fruit tart. It's an almond paste sort of, or there's like maybe some, I don't want to say marzipan because that's the German version. But like, I think there's Patrick's Bakery also in South, like Richfield area, you know, 66. Patrick's Mm -hmm. is like pretty classic stuff.
0: Also, Stephanie, what's the name of that bakery that's on Randolph that used to be Murphy's, but it's oh, changed oh, his name to the yes. French name. Oh. And it's the same people, but they are doing more it's French Marguerite. traditional. That place, too. That
1: would be a good one to try. Seriously, Robert. That one, Marguerite.
0: Baker. Yeah. Patisserie and I think,
1: Marguerite, I think it is.
0: And Patisserie 46. I mean, John Krause can do anything, so you could call them and see.
2: I mean, and this French bakery, I don't know if you remember it. It was in Maple Grove, and I think he opened one in Eden Prairie, but he had a lot of behind-the-scenes problems. Yeah. But I've heard of things before, like he made Chouquettes, and I've never heard of those before, and they're so good, and I've never been able to find them anywhere since at any bakery. I wonder where like he bread went. And chocolate or any of those other ones. It's hard to find that.
1: Yeah. You know, I wonder, yeah, I, I might look him up, but I know that um, I know Sol- he was at Solomon's Bakery. Uh, yeah, I'm going to look that up, Robert. I'm going to find it for you.
2: Okay, and I was the money crystal guy, the chocolate, chocolate. I'm like, should that be my Baba Booey every time I call? Do yes! the chocolate, chocolate. So <laughs> I, I chocolate. I'll think about it. For this is my second time calling, I love you both. Love Thank you, you for listening. Uh, uh, bye. We'll be back.